Hello, hello to everyone here. Good afternoon. Gorgeous day in the Denver area. Hope things are going well at your end. Interesting, you know, there's been some questions that have come up this week and perhaps I need to address them. Um, and at the same time, uh, I'm being led to do something different, unusual, and just, I'm really excited. Uh, this is good. And it helps with going through those 50 shades of gray, getting rid of those uh, rocks of offense in the way of the miraculous. That's exciting. You know, the question has come up, and I do need to address it as far as why I even brought up concerning the couple. And to be honest, it was as I was led to do, as uncomfortable as it was for me to do it. And to be very discreet and with a certain amount of, well, discretion and discernment. This is not something he would have us go around doing concerning other people. Um, the example concerning the bigger picture. And as far as in the days of Babylon, you know, calling his people out of Babylon very interesting because here we go we're, we're back to you know oftentimes what we grow up and think is normal it's not even healthy and we're in such an historical time an historical hour of transformation being being transformed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and there's a lot of things that happened during that time and I do say this for those who may still be in the old life and for those in the new. Because, you, you know, whatever the transformation, just coming into the new life or still being in the old life, it is always with that um, to be renewed in the spirit of our soul, which is the mind, you know, and the mind getting in the way of the heart. And so it's interesting. We come here on this earth, spirit beings housed in human flesh, and with the purpose and the intention to love and be loved. You know, as babies, we are so sensitive and our emotions are very sensitive. You know, it, some of those things may become harder later in adult life that we're not as sensitive. For example, when we're small, we tend to get embarrassed easily or blush. And those things, they fade away as we get older. But the thing is, to love and be loved, you know, as babies and as spirit beings in those bodies, in those houses, you know, we, we're acclimating and getting used to our environment, not only with our body, but with the environment and those around us and we're very sensitive to those around us and of course um, adjusting ourselves to our surroundings and learning how things are done here you know and some people most people according to psychology most people don't remember their first five years and um because of the things I remember, I really believe it has a lot to do with choices. 
and there could be not so many good memories to remember you know and my first five were with my godparents i it was to love and be loved and it had to be showered and of course uh, i just cherish those moments but what he would have me bring up because of the things that he would have me share you know and again i'll be putting this i will be putting this up on a podcast i'm having to do this artwork for the cover whatever i'm trying to think of something very simple but tasteful um and considering the youtube channel so to have these all congruent together um but considering those things you know with the for the podcast it'll be with the battle cry and for the love of god and to start it there and of course the things the things to bring up in conversation comments or questions um or to de- just even think about it um it's funny i'm starting to jump around and i'm sorry to start with that five years old because most people don't seem to remember before they were five years old now for me i was only one i was less than two when i first heard god's clear and audible voice watch and listen and those things are that's something you just don't forget but you know here we go with to love and be loved and we're not always in a loving environment you know even as a baby and we're very sensitive those things our feelings are very fresh and so even at five for me um it is to explain you know god did pay me a very supernatural visit when i was five years old and he asked me then um if there was anything i thought to add to my list now i considered this list my list of needs but it was also concerning the desires, the desires of the heart, and not just mine. And to have those needs and those desires together and take them to heart. But in that, I couldn't think of anything to add. And he told me to go through it again, but this time with a taste of earth. And as shared here, for me, it was to be born without a right hand and so a taste of earth was to know here we go to love and be loved not everyone is loved you you could love but not always to be loved and not everyone despite the package color whatever people in general do not take kindly to different it's just the way it is some people may be uncomfortable with that But there's always these adjustments. And I'm referring to in fresh eyes, young eyes, and as we're growing. And so in that was to consider the taste of earth. But my knowing at that time was what was the list of needs. It was for the journey still before me. And knowing it was to travel from the beginning to end on that journey as a whole on the behalf of his people you know and of course that sounds like a tall order and he um it was to know that what he designed for my life 
was as it relates to others and for the purpose to clear up misunderstandings. And of course, I would come to experience the need to clear up my own misunderstandings in order to relate that. And what, and and he had told me I still couldn't think of anything to add. I went over that list, checked it twice. I even checked it three times. And what I knew of that journey at that time, it was all good. And you know, spiritually, now in the natural, it may have been a different story, with a taste of earth. But knowing how different people can be, excuse me, not all people are loving. They tend to forget those things. And here we go acclimating to the environment we grow up in. So in that, he had told me to check it again before my memory was failed. And in that, knowing that he was letting me know I was about to forget what I knew in that moment, but it was required that I go through conditions conducive to the human experience just like everyone else. So in other words, everyone else goes through the same thing. We have that knowing until a certain point, and then we have our memory is veiled. We're here on earth for a new experience, a new adventure. So in that, you know, it is to consider for me it was to be, and with the veil, the memory being veiled, he did tell me that it would be, the veil would be gone by the time I reached the end of the journey and it was and then I remembered more of that whole conversation but the thing is is what he designed for that journey the things of the needs and the desires of the heart I knew it in my heart and he told me to take those things to heart and guard them well and knowing that even with things that I forgot uh, details within the journey it was to remember the journey in itself, to keep going to complete that journey, even if I didn't remember all the other details. And he had designed it accordingly, and he did let me know that each need would be met by his hand, and always as it relates to others. So in that, for me, was to deal with the bullies, as I had mentioned before, and here we go, you know, to love and be loved, but not everyone is open to give that love and to someone of a different package. More recently, I was at the store, and Dave and I had gone down this aisle. He was picking something up, and there was a man standing there, and he was probably in his 20s, close to 30, but I heard this little person gasp as I walked by. And I turned, and here was this little guy who was probably five, six years old. And here we go with that veiled memory. He was about five, six years old, and he saw my arm. And he panicked, and he was hiding behind his dad's leg. And he very bashfully, he waved at me. He wasn't, just wasn't sure what to think of that. And... Um, I stopped and smiled at him because he had waved. I stopped and smiled at him. And, of course, the man, he, he, he looked at me to see what, what his son was acting up about. And I assured the little guy, I said, really, I don't bite. And he stepped out from behind his dad's leg. But I let him know. I just stood there for a minute to let him get his bearings. 
And I said, we all do come in different packages, don't we? And he said, yeah. And I said, you have a good one. You know, but kids are more honest when they face something different. And when it came to the bullies, my dad had always encouraged me in the sense of the the kids were being bullies. They had learned it from their parents, and that concerned me because I was thinking, what kind of parents do they have if they go around bullying other people? But they were learning it at home is what he was letting me know. And here we go as far as, as I brought up last week, you know, as far as being different in front of in front of uh, closed doors versus behind closed doors, and it made me wonder what was going on in their homes, for for those who did bully, and how people were talked about. It does affect us, you know. Those things, uh, even for a bully, I felt bad for him. Uh, apparently, they weren't in an all loving environment. And so, you know, with not just talking about me, because the father would have me share my story and the things that I experience as it relates to others. And it's always with sharing heart to heart, but it's always with the thought, if only for one person, you know, if the message is only for one person and, and to talk to somebody that way just to be real with how I talk to people every day. And so he would have me address in sharing my story, you know, the things he brought me to experience, every need was met by the work of his hand. I even mentioned as far as applying at Rama, which was weird, the pastor, we were waiting on his reference uh, from Boulder, and he had circled the date on the calendar, and it never arrived. And, you know, and I was in question of that, and the Lord reminded me, you know, here we go in the progression of the journey, that what he would have me come to know was not by any man. He would have me know it by the work of his hand and be taught by him, by his spirit. So another reason why he would have me share things, even as uncomfortable it was to bring up the couple, how he directed me through that. I literally was sloshing my way through by his covering, the covering of his spirit. And to not let those things affect me personally. You know, and here we go when we're young. We're told, especially for me when it came to the bullies, it was always, don't take it so personal. But it personally affects us. We feel that personally. It affects our lives personally. You know, and... So unless someone is with a different package to say, don't take it so personal, they, they really don't get the depths of that pain and how others can inflict pain to each other. And so it was, how can I say, um, in dealing with the couple, it was to be emotionally detached. And this came with years of learning that. And how many, as far as common ground, how many remember in their childhood even having dreams floating or running or, you know, and we are all spiritually active, just not all are aware of it. And even when it came to the bullies, you know, we all have the right to make our own choices. 
and we choose. And in that inner sense, common sense of knowing right from wrong. But because the encouragement I got from my dad, from my one grandfather, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, it was a, a decision, my willingness in how to deal with the bullies and get through those years. And I did make the choice to be an overcomer. And at the same time, my dad made it very clear, uh, no crying over spelt milk. So there was no playing the victim card. Those things were not allowed. They simply were not allowed. And to simply do what needed to be done, think about how it feels later. And of course, when we're young, we're very sensitive to those feelings and to our spirit's senses. And here we are in a world, and for me growing up, because the things have changed so much for the younger people in the world as it is today, but even for me growing up, you know, in those days, the spiritual things were shunned. Um, they weren't given much place. If you said anything concerning the spiritual things, it was thought to be crazy. Uh, mum was the word. People didn't talk about those things. And of course, what we're feeling on the inside, the real you on the inside, that's spiritual. And so when the spirituality is not allowed to be addressed, the, the real you on the inside, it's not being fully expressed because it's being shut down. You know, and I had mentioned before in other streams, you know, even for Jesus in those days, those leaders, they had shunned the spiritual things, the mystical things, those things were not allowed. And yet, being in the hour that we are, in this hour of transformation, spirituality is being addressed, and in ways that people weren't figuring, and with the need. And so with that, he would have me bring up as far as, you know, for those who have memories in their childhood and being hurt and not addressing them fully. Uh, he's been showing me childhood wounds in need of healing. And with that, you know, it is to encourage others. When I was dealing with the bullies, that choice to be an overcomer, it was also in having been gone to a Sunday school in a Protestant church. I had heard the stories concerning Jesus as a little girl and being on the cross. You know, here he was busy doing everything good and had no reason for anyone to hate him and not be loved. And yet, because of the things that he came to address and what was being revealed by the Spirit, you know, even on that cross, he said, Father, forgive him. They know not what they do. And that always stuck out with me, stuck out to me. So even in dealing with the bullies, it was always walking home and, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. They really don't know what they're doing. They really don't know why I came. And I'm not a threat to anybody. You know, and as, as we are little people, we're more sensitive to those things. And because of certain things that my dad said during my childhood, Okay, for example, he said, don't tell people that you talk to God and he talks to you. They're liable to come and put you in a straitjacket and haul you away to the funny farm. 
And of course, that got my attention. I was really concerned about anybody showing up with a straitjacket. But he was letting me know, don't wear your heart on your sleeve, and especially around these bullies. But it was with the focus to show them how serious I was to be their friend. I was, wasn't there to be a threat or to want to fight them. You know, that was their own choices. And so it, it was, after all said and done, trying to show them how much I wanted to be their friend, it was to have the courage to walk away. After all said and done, if they didn't want anything to do with it, it was to have the courage to walk away. And it was to consider, not only did I miss out on getting to know them, but it was truly their loss in how much we could have enjoyed together in the journey. So in that, he would have me address childhood wounds. If you remember things from your childhood, or even take the time to think about it, and even ask him to bring it back to your memory, these wounds that have been left in need of healing, in need of healing, and in that is our own willingness to forgive. And with forgiveness, the willingness to forgive, comes healing. And he, he desires, his desire is to heal your childhood wounds. And these things are so needed for what's still coming. So I would just encourage you, think about any of those wounds and how they affected you. And to be, re <clears throat> excuse me, and to be renewed in the spirit of your soul by his hand and allow him to meet those needs by his spirit and ever so loving to love and be loved you know contrary to those who may have interfered with that and caused problems and to hurt you you know to truly have those wounds healed I'm gonna leave it there if anybody has questions be sure to reach out and as I said this will I will be getting the podcast up and running and I'll I'll make a notification here, make a comment here in the in the group, and um, be sure to share a link. I'm I'm learning as I go. I have this is all new to me, so I will let you know. But on that note, have a great rest of the day, great rest of the week, and as always, healing and health in the name of Jesus. He would so want to heal your childhood wounds, that inner healing that affected you as an adult, and to have those things healed. Until next week, we'll see you then. Have a good one.